Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chipperoo, everyone. Chip chipperoo, friends, family, loved ones. Welcome to the show. We are back for another Bob's Burgers filled extravaganza. It is. It is. That's right. One of these days, I'm going to know how to like naturally start a podcast. Do you want me to make it even more awkward for us? Always. We are going to be babysitting pretty at the end, <laughs> later in this podcast as we take on Sit Me Baby one more time. But we're not there yet, are we, Max? We're not quite there yet. Guess what? Before we do anything, we've got a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger upon their name. Let's do it. Thank you so much. Mutts. Mutts. Th- this podcasting thing is very difficult, y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Chance Pants. Chance Pants. Moving forward, you will be known as the Peach Ants Marzipants Burger. Are there ants in it? No, it's a Peach Ants Chance. Chance. Yeah. Marzipants Burger. It's a sweet burger, I'd say, right? Yeah. Do you know that marzipan com like... They'll be in, like, the shape of a peach, and they'll, like, literally look like a peach. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, it's like I planned it. It's like a candy burger. I love it. Anyway, thank you so much, Chance Pants. We love having you on Patreon. We love having you in Discord. I'm super excited to officially meet you um, during our live events, which um, our first one is this Saturday. So yep. hopefully you'll be yep. there. Yep, as of recording this, yes. but not when this one comes out. It'll exactly. be a different Saturday. So confusing. If you would like your name, Burger Pund, right here on the show at the top of the episode, subscribe to our Patreon. All tiers get it, but all tiers have different things and all sorts of fun things like 
the live events that Skylar mentioned. But that's enough business for me. Are you ready for Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. We have talked extensively about what an ode Bob's Burgers is to San Francisco, even though it's not officially set there, because that's where Lauren Bouchard was when he dreamed it up. Anyway, a amazing Belchy, Suzanne, slid into our DMs to share with us a very, very cool fun fact. So, did you know that the restaurant, the layout of the restaurant, was actually conceptualized from a San Francisco restaurant called Just For You Cafe. We've spoken about this before, but Lauren Bouchard basically snatched up local artists in order to bring his vision to life. One of those being uh, Siren Norris, I believe I'm saying his name correctly. We've definitely had this discussion yeah, on the did. podcast before. Siren. Siren. Yeah. I like siren. Like sirens, good. better watch out. Yeah, I'm I'm a bird on an island, and I'm gonna lure you <laughs> with my siren song. Yeah. So Lauren Bouchard went around the city taking photos of restaurants that could help inspire Bob's Burgers, the restaurant, and nothing really did it for him until he stumbled upon Just for You Cafe, and he sent siren an inside of this restaurant, and I have for you right here the very first pass at the inside of the Bob's Burgers restaurant. Are you ready to see it? Yes, yeah, so like the original drawing of it, side by side with, oh, you're holding it up, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is by, for those of you listening right now, if you want to see it, you should be following us on Instagram, Bob's Credits. It will be up there now. Every week with our episodes, we post a whole carousel of images that go with the episode for you to look at. And this is incredible. It's a drawing of this actual place. What do you say? It was just for you? It's just for you, Cafe, officially. And one of the reasons that Lauren Bouchard loved it so much is that the window where you can see it's the exact window in Bob's Burgers. You can mm -hmm. see the chef. You can talk to the chef. He wanted Bob to be able to speak to the family from the grill. So this window, which has honestly become like a character to us on this show, was from this beloved San Francisco restaurant. Wow. So this does have a sad ending. Just For You Cafe was a beloved restaurant in San Francisco. It was reported that regulars would come multiple times a day. I believe it had been around for 40 years, and the pandemic just, they could never recover from it. They had, there was like a horrible smoke situation, and they got through that. And then the pandemic, and they never recovered, so they just recently closed. And I think Gal over on our Discord, one of our um, patrons, was discussing how the last owner, I believe his son worked at the restaurant, and guess what his name was? Gene. Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> if it was Gene, two, two on the nose. Yeah. Or little Bob. And Gal was also kind of expressing like, the parallel of these restaurants like Bob's probably isn't going to close <laughs> because that would be absolutely tragic. But it definitely is this story of like, will I be able to keep the doors open of this restaurant? And um, while 
this restaurant gave Bob's Burgers so much heart. It definitely had some of its own Bob's Burgers heart. Underdog, beloved, regulars. Well, I'm sad to hear they closed, and I'm sad we never got to go there because it would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. If you're a Bob's Burgers fan and you happen to know this already and you've been there and stuff, send us pictures. We want to see them. Also, the the current, I think his name is Reed, the person who sold it, he's really, it's set up for a restaurant, so he's really hoping a new restaurant will move in. Does anyone want to... Build a Bob's. Build a Bob's Burgers in there, and but also serve beignets. Lauren any, Bouchard. Any restaurateurs. I know, I know. Come on. Save just for you. I'm calling you out. <laughs> the inspiration for your show. Save save the place. Save the restaurant. If I were rich, I would just get on a plane right now. You would go buy just for you? Why not? Okay. What a story. Yeah. Well, who is our richest listener? I know you're out there. I know you're I out know there, you the Mr. Fish Odor. Yeah. Who is the Mr. Fish Odor of Bob's Credits? I have a question for you. Yeah. If animated characters could get COVID, do you think Bob's Burgers would have survived? Uh, it absolutely would survive because if it didn't, the show would be over. Um, if I don't know that Bob's would survive in its state right now. They never seem able to pay rent. They always, I, I don't, what I was just reading that the restaurant industry, even famous, famous chefs can barely stay open. It's, it's not a good time for the economy right now. And it's not a good time to be a restaurateur. So it's tough, but I think Bob's could really get a good, like to go business going, just get Teddy's, uh, his cart from the movie, put it out front, you're outdoors, cook them up. Yes, but this is the whole thing. Like, does Bob really ever do the smarter business move? Yeah, we've had whole Patreon episodes devoted to that. I know. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on to happier topics. We are going to play a little Bob Pun or Max Pun. Let's do it. This week, we are going to the original Burger Puns. Good. I am, well, we're going to be talking a lot about burgers in this episode because the the B story is about burgers, but I am just really craving a good burger, so I'm ready to play this game. Ooh, I love when you're craving a good burger because that means I get a good burger at some <laughs> point during the week. Okay, your first pun is for cheddar or worst burger? Bob's. Max. Oh, that sounds so good. Your next pun is sesame, myself, and I burger. Max. Yes. Because we've been eating black sesame. All day. It's like <laughs> our new true. favorite flavor. We put black sesame in anything. Your next pun is the Caprese Anything Burger. It's a tough one. Bob's. Max. And your final pun is the Fleetwood Jack Burger. <clears throat> Bob's? Yes. Uh, I honestly thought it was you, but I, I just... <laughs> you did pretty well. I wasn't keeping mm. count, so you don't really you, know. <laughs> yeah, I think you did well. Is all I can say. Should we get into this episode? I would love to. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode four, please? The title is "Sit Me, Baby, One More Time." Tina and Tammy face off 
for a babysitting gig. They both want the job until it turns out the kid is not only a bully, but a crotch kicker. Meanwhile, Linda and Bob take the kids to serve, a fancy restaurant where the burger is supposedly to die for. Teddy wouldn't know this, though. He would never cheat on Bob's burgers. JK, he does. Louise and Jean catch him there, and of course, blackmail him for chocolate cake. This episode came out on November 5th, 2017. It was written by Nora Smith and directed by Brian Loschiavo. Tell me, what do you think of this episode? I enjoyed this episode very much. I enjoy um, Tammy and Tina going head to head. Tammy's the worst. Tammy just, she's so jealous of Tina. Like she is so jealous and insecure. For as as insecure as Tina can be, mm-hmm. Tammy, 112 times more insecure. Well, I think Tina knows herself. Mm-hmm. Like she may quote unquote be awkward or nerdy but she knows herself really well, and I think that is intimidating. Mm-hmm. It's her idea to babysit. It's her idea to be a hot mess for Halloween. And that's a really powerful thing to know yourself. Who would you rather babysit you? Um, I'm having a hard time understanding that I'm younger than either of them, but maybe Tammy because she just seems so utterly chaotic i think it would be a great story for my future kids who would you rather babysit biscuit tina okay (laughs) good to know what do you think of the kid kendra we have some really creepy horror film vibes like and that is true babysitting in general is a horror film trope Mm mm-hmm have you checked on the children? Oh, God. When a stranger calls, right? Yeah. Um, my knowledge is of horror films getting so much better within this relationship. Um, my work here is done. The child is creepy, but her voice for her teddy bear, I forget his name. Mr. Boom Boom. Just terrifying. I really like the plot. I love the face-off. I love... That Tammy really does have a reason to want to babysit because she has this root situation. (laughs) I also, and we should post a photo of this um, on our Instagram. I love that this is a callback to her original hair color on the show. Yes. She has to babysit because she has to hide her roots with the headband. Also, I'm voting. I personally like her hair in the headband. Okay. Better than her ponytail. I think it is very cute. I don't know if you know this, but these headbands that we wore like as a kid in the 90s are coming back. Um, Those flat headbands that you kind of use to wash your face with. I think it's a great look for Tammy. I vote for keeping it like that always. So I love the callback to that she's actually brunette in the show and was changed to blonde. And then I love the kid, but I love Love, love Zeke and Jimmy Jr. getting in on the action, having this teenage bonding moment, the leave stuff down their pants. I loved it. Yeah, the leaves, the leaves in the pants is hilarious, and we'll get a great moment at the very end of the episode before the end credits. Oh, good. With those leaves. Um, I just want to say, so you mentioned Kendra and her 
bear Mr. Boom Boom, who obviously is the same voice. It's Kendra doing Mr. Boom Boom's uh-huh. voice. I hope. I hope Mr. Boom Boom isn't really alive. Although, Yikes. we'll discuss that in the end credits. Kendra is voiced by Maria Bamford, who is a, like a well-known stand-up comedian. And she also voices Kendra's mom. Oh, that makes sense. Same genes. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't do that more often. Yeah. Oh, is this the episode where I was so annoyed because it just sounded like Mr. Fron was voicing everyone in in the B story? Yeah, and in this story because David Herman did the voice of Kendra's dad. Okay. Who also, and this will be in our carousel right now, side by side, looks a lot like Mr. Frond, I think. Oh. So it's a little weird because you're like, that's Mr. Frond. He was just hanging around the production office, and they were like, can you do every other character? I mean, that's pretty much what he does a lot of the time. He's the waiter. He's the dad. Yeah. I swear there's one other. Yeah, I think there's certain people who are not, like, main characters, but are in the cast who are there to, like, do all sorts of additional voices. It just took me out of the dinner scene. Yeah, and even, like, hearing uh, Kendra's dad, too. It's just, like, it's too Mr. Frond. Too, too many... Too many Mr. Fronds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in The Matrix, everyone looks like Mr. Frond. Okay, or I think... Or John Malkovich. Louise needs to have a fever dream where Mr. Frond just keeps, like, duplicating. Yeah, that she, would scare it, the shit out of she me. She can go and, like, be in John Malkovich. When he yes! Go, you know, when he goes into his own brain... Yes. And everything is John Malkovich, everyone's John Malkovich, and they say, Malkovich, Malkovich, that's all they say. That would be such Mr. a fun Frond, movie to... Mr. Frond, Mr. Frond parody on this hmm, i wonder episode. if they ever have in some form we would know yeah we never we're never really on top of that uh no, no. Uh, what are we on top of um yeah good question <laughs> don't let us babysit your kids is what we're saying okay so let's talk about the b story here i have to be honest i don't know why but i love this b story I absolutely love it. It is so simple, but I'm I'm a huge fan. Remind be- everyone a little bit about the B episode. The B story is like we said, there's a restaurant in town, a fancier restaurant upscale that has a burger, and it's the rumored to be delicious burger. Bob's threatened by that, and Teddy swears that he would never even try it. But Teddy likes likes to test burgers around. You know, he loves Bob's, but he said he follows 40 other, not 40 other, 40 burger blogs. This man blogs. has a passion. Yeah. I like a fancy burger. I like an overpriced burger, if it's a good one. I like. I have no qualms about going to a really nice restaurant and ordering their burger. Zero. I yeah. love a good burger, and I hate a bad burger. Anthony Bourdain, who is like known for like... He hated like fancy burgers. He wanted just the just a regular burger. I think he would be all about Bob's, not about serve. I don't think it was a, a fancy fa- or not fancy it was a thing. Toppings thing. It was just don't be an idiot. Yeah. So I don't think he would like Bob's because Bob's puts a lot of shit on his burgers, which Anthony Bourdain is like, you need American cheese, you need lettuce, you need tomato. But that's just his burger, Bob's burger of the day. Anthony Bourdain doesn't have to order that when he goes in there. He could could just get the But he would rant about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We have a place out here that has a really good overpriced burger that we get regularly. 
Yeah. I love it. It's we've got, we've talked about it 17 burger. million I times. I know, because we're always talking about burgers, and then we're like, mm, we're I know. Burgers, and then, yeah. This is the chef's burger. Yeah. It is a thick patty, not a smash patty. Mm, I love a thick patty. It has a Parmesan crisp. Oh, yeah. It has a runny fried egg. Oh, God. It has really amazing in-house hot sauce mm-hmm. with a crunch bun. Mm-hmm. And bacon delicious bacon. oh and bacon and ketchup leather it has ketchup leather on it too yes okay i i want to be honest with y'all i told you all to please follow our youtube channel because we were gonna have really exciting stuff coming on there but then something happened in my life and we will talk about it next week and those plans got put on hold but we are going to be doing some Bob's Burgers recipes on our YouTube channel. And one of the things I want to do for y'all, I want to show you how to make ketchup leather because we're going to put it on one of Bob's Burgers. But it is basically you put ketchup in the oven, low and slow, and you know like f- healthy natural fruit roll-ups? That's what it makes. But it's really cool because it's like a retainer to the bun. So if you put the cat the ketchup leather on the bun, then the burger, it helps the burger not get the bun not get soggy. Mm-hmm. And it is so cool. We're gonna show you how to make it. Yeah, it's like if you're trying to picture it, it looks like like craft cheese slices, but it's ketchup. ketchup. It's red, and it's like yeah, yeah, so good. Anyway, anyway, we digress. <laughs> so I love this B story. So much. One of the most – first of all, I love that the kids are blackmailing Teddy. And Teddy Teddy really thinks the stakes are, like, very high. Um, and they are. Because it turns out Bob is really weird about other people's burgers. So when they're all seated around the table at this fancy restaurant, also one, did you like seeing Linda and Bob get to go and be served and sit down as much as I did? Yes, yeah, I love it. I think the it. whole family. I love seeing them out. I love seeing and, them out. Yeah. Linda's making money in the bathroom. But they're all seated at the table, and Bob really genuinely says, it's okay. Family, let's let's all have the burger. Let's all taste the burger. I'll be fine. And the kids and Linda are like, nope. Nope, you nope, won't. Nope, this he'll is, never we, let it go. We've been through this before. And the flashes of them being like, this other person's burger is awful. It's so, it's such an honest portrayal of a family. Like knowing someone's trigger and we all kind of work around it. It was just really, really sweet moment. It's like when I show you someone else's funny tweet. That's not true at all. (laughs) And it's not as funny as mine, right? It's definitely that, but that's like so not true because you appreciate other people's humor. I do. I was just, just fully. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah. It would um, be like us going over to one of our friends' houses and the partner cooks dinner. And you're like, I think I would get jealous if you're like, oh my God, Lisa is such a good cook. Oh, that Lisa. I think Lisa I, and- I would genuinely be Bob. I would be so upset. Really? I would You're get such a, a good ju- cook, though. I would never like. But I'm not like a mate. Like I'm not like a chef. So I would just get like really 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, let's move on. We're not going over leases anytime soon, so nope. don't worry about that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I don't really have many fun facts other than um, Tina mentions briefly or they, they're reading her flyer and it says bad at math, which is I appreciate because same. Her whole flyer is phenomenal. Nobody puts your baby in the corner? I just love this little girl. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, that's really all I have. Do, should we get into these end credits? Is there anything else you want to say about the episode? Let's just briefly talk about the runner, which is... Linda in the bathroom. Linda in the bathroom. Did we need it? Did you love it? Tell me all about it. We, I, You know, you don't necessarily need it because mm-hmm. both storylines are so strong as is, but I love it. It's hilarious. It, you know, it, I like a runner that kind of is like tacked on to a B story and it's great. It's so funny when she's like pulling stuff out of her purse and she's got everything you could possibly need. She doesn't need one of these like bathroom yeah. attendants, but then to start making money that way is hilarious. Bathroom attendants, man. The guilt I feel when I go to a bathroom with a bathroom attendant and I'm like, I don't need anything. And you handed me a towel and I'm. And I don't have cash. Yeah. Right. Who has cash these days? Yeah. Can you imagine all the things that they would hear? It's just just standing there. Oh, yeah. I do also like how the runner ties up the B story. Linda's able to pay for the remainder of the dinner, pass the coupon with um her side project which is always satisfying and lovely um yeah okay well we are going to get into the end credits then first we will hear the very like final moments which is the belchers have picked up tina from her babysitting job oh oh yes yes you in the front (laughs) raising your hand i had the deepest feels during this scene Oh. Like, I was deeply moved. I don't have a big family. I don't have siblings. So I never experienced, like, oh, let's go pick up my big sister from babysitting. But it just felt like the most honest family moment ever. And I kind of wanted to cry. Yeah, it's so sweet that they're all together after this dinner and going to pick Tina up. I might cry now. There's my little cutie, Andros. How'd it go, Tina? <laughs> oh, nothing I couldn't handle. Speaking of handles, what's um, what's going on down there? Oh, right. Okay, that's odd. So that's where leaves come from. We need to mention, Linda mentions it in the car. Tina comes out in the first scene of this episode. She says, I'm starting this 
entrepreneurial business in babysitting. And Linda goes, is that because <laughs> it does this have anything to do with the fact that we watched Sound of Music last night? And it just is this like dream of her sitting on a hilltop playing to the children. And in, that plays into the end credits. Yeah, in that classic Julie Andrews outfit. And as we heard, a little Julie Andrews reference at the end there. Tell us what we see here. We see, so we've got, we're in the normal kitchen sequence, except, uh, so we've got Bob and Louise prepping burgers, but Tina is in the foreground playing a guitar as she was in that fantasy we just talked about, dressed in that outfit as we talked about, and she's singing this song to us. And she's tapping her foot and... Left-handed. She's got a left-handed guitar. Well, we knew she was left-handed from earlier. That's what I'm saying about this. Even in the fantasy, she's playing a left-handed guitar. That's so good and so smart. I love that you caught that. And that's how you pee in a restaurant. What happened there? Three things. Linda is coming to the window and she's singing a song. She came from the opposite side that she normally comes from when she picks up the burger in the Mm -hmm. generic kitchen sequence. And she is singing this song that she was singing when she came out of the bathroom at the fancy restaurant. We also see Mr. Boom Boom (laughs) coming from the left side of the screen. He's Next Dancing. to Tina. Yeah, next to Tina. Tina has seemed to tame him somehow. Maybe it's the music. I don't know. Maybe she really is. Um, what's her name in Sound of Music? Julie Andrews. Or oh, the character? Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the character's name off the top of my head. I don't know why. I think it should be Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie Andrews sure. should always be Julie Andrews. She's so cool. Like, isn't she Julie Andrews in The Princess Diaries? Yeah. she's Her character name is uh, Julie Andrews. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see what happens here. We should mention that Mr. Boom Boom is Sans Kendra. So he is real? I mean, this could still be a fantasy because, again, we're in Tina's fantasy um, attire. So it could be in Tina's head. And she would think that she could tame Mr. Boom Boom. Um, Have you seen Princess Diaries? No, I just know it's We're going to watch it. Okay. We should watch it. Okay, I'm down. You do not look excited. I'm excited. We're I also- love Anne Hathaway. And wasn't that like her? Oh, yeah. Big breakout. Like, yeah. Her breakout role. Let's oh, my it. gosh. Mandy Moore sings a little ditty on the beach. Oh, sign me up. Right? Yeah. What did Gene say? I'm sorry. I let it play through. I think it's Piggy Piggy. Is that? Did he say that at some point in the... I don't know. We're so bad at this. Gal. <laughs> yeah, Gal, Gal will DM us and let us know because we're so bad at knowing what Gene says in these end credits. Okay. So basically what happens there is Mr. Boom Boom is doing all kinds of like wilds, arm flailing and leg kicking dance moves and spins and stuff. Linda makes another pyramid. Uh, another pyramid. <laughs> what is going on here? Linda. Linda built the pyramids. Just in case you were curious. Um, Linda makes another appearance in the window as she's singing her version of the song. I love a mashup, by the way. Love a mashup. And then what? What do we get at the very end? My favorite part of the end credits: Gene enters in his burger costume. Maybe a little nod to uh, 
serves burger, and he is eating blackmail cake. It's my favorite part. Also, the cake looks really good. It's like trenchable level good. Blackmail cake tastes better than just any kind of regular cake. See, this is what I would want to create on our YouTube channel. Blackmail cake. Blackmail cake. Yeah, okay. Right? Like, yeah. don't you want recipe a recipe for blackmail cake? I do. I would love a recipe for blackmail cake. I don't want to know how you got the recipe <laughs> or who you had the blackmail for it, but yes. Highlights, low lights for these end credits. I already said my highlight. What about you? I just love the mashup. It gets my foot tapping. Can you read the song lyrics to us? Yeah. They're very simple. Bad at being a nun, but great at having fun with kids. And that's how you pee in a restaurant. Bum bum. This mashup... I mean, we already got this song with Linda, but these Tina lyrics are brand new and are poking fun at uh, Sound of Music. I love it. And I love Tina's perception of herself as Julie Andrews. I think that's very funny. Um, Love it. I do too. Um, Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. You're going to go first. Okay. I am going to give these a 7.5 H's. What was last week's? Do you remember? Oh, it was the Wolf of... Yeah, I can't remember what we scored them, but um, <sighs> Linda was had a very annoying intro and outro on that one. So I, <laughs> That's what sure. you remember. Yeah. That's negativity bias. Yeah. You remember the bad things. That's true. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. The I cake was... and Tina's lyrics really set it over the edge. For yeah, me. I was I was kind of wavering between 7.5 and 8, so I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Um, yeah, I think it's... Just plain feel good end credits that features little parts of the plot and a nice little uh, toe tapping song for you to leave the episode with. I love it. Those are the end credits to Sit Me Baby One More Time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As we said, if you want those um, visuals that go with this episode, Bob's credits on Instagram and anywhere here on social media, we should be there. YouTube, Skylar's pitching the YouTube, and hopefully we'll start getting this. I can't, under good conscience, I cannot tell you to subscribe to our YouTube right now. Go subscribe. You can say you were there before it got (laughs) popping. Popping. And um, uh, leave us a review. Thank you to those of you who already have. They mean the world to us. We always show it to each other, and we like, we do the cry emoji in real life. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just means so much to us. It helps the podcast out. Yeah, if you could please leave a review for us, we'd appreciate it. Anything else you want to say, Skylar, before we get out of here? Uh, Stay chocolate saucy? Blackmail chocolate saucy? I'm just so hungry. Okay, I'm just so hungry. Let's go get you some chocolate sauce then. Okay.